Last week, we considered Jeremiah's description of God, the God of retribution. He will repay. This week, I want to consider the impatience of Levi and Simeon in connection to the impatience of Peter. I'm persuaded that Levi and Simeon, we've been reading about this, or we read about this in Genesis 34, in murdering the men of Shechem, were acting carnally. They were acting in the flesh. They were taking vengeance beyond vengeance and into injustice, and fundamentally failing to wait on God, uh, failing to do things God's way. God said to their grandfather Abraham, and they shall come back, speaking of his children, and they shall come back here in the fourth generation, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. So, we, so God's waiting for the, their sin to, to come into fullness before he was going to send them back. Of course, the Amorites are not the same thing as the Hivites. The Hivites were the ones that were living in Shechem, but they're both Canaanites. And God stayed the Canaanite program until after the exodus of Egypt. The time for Canaanite slaughter wasn't given to the patriarchs. Abraham and his militia actually defend Canaanites and rescue them from kings who were not Canaanites. Uh, with the Sodom, uh, rescuing the Sodom episode, uh, the, the, the war with Sodom when Lot was taken away by the, uh, with the king of Sodom. Both Abraham and Isaac had entered into peaceful covenants with some of the Canaanites, uh, with Abimelech. The peaceful covenants made by Abraham and Isaac are similar story arcs to the Dinah incident. We have a woman who is threatened, and then she's saved, and then a peaceful covenant is entered into with the Canaanites. This arc is disrupted by Simeon and Levi. It would have been very similar, but it's disrupted and not in a redemptive way. I'm persuaded that Simeon and Levi were getting ahead of God. The Canaanites would be destroyed, but not yet. And if, she if Shechem was to be destroyed, it likely would have looked something similar to Sodom, where God directly destroys it. And even in that case, Abraham is, is attempting to be an intercessor for Sodom. He's trying to mediate and stay God's judgment on the righteous, of course. And Simeon and Levi were not interested in that kind of intercession for Shechem. They were not willing to wait for God's judgment. They weren't willing to wait for God's timing. They weren't willing to do things God's way which would have been this peaceful assimilation, which was right there for them to do. And I think we can see some similar redemption with, not a similar redemption, I think Simeon is redeemed in the person of Peter. Peter is Simeon, if you will accept it. Simeon Peter is his name, Simon Peter. Simon Peter, like Simeon, wanted to get ahead of God when he cut off the servant's ear. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. But after Jesus reprimands Simeon Peter, he sheathes his sword. Simeon means to hear. It has to do with hearing. It's the Shema. You can hear it. Simeon Peter hears Jesus as Jesus restores the organ of hearing to Malchus. Simeon Peter sheathes his sword and waits for God's judgment to come, which is a major theme in his letters. He heard what Jesus was saying to him. 
waiting on the day of the Lord, where Jesus was slow to enact vengeance, not wishing for anybody to perish, giving plenty of time for repentance, because he wanted to heal men like Malchus instead of destroy them. Malchus means king or kingdom. It has this kingly aspect to it. Jesus is interested in making men like Malchus, kingly men who serve the high priest, the great Melchizedekian priest, Jesus. Because the Lord does not delight in the death of the sinner. He came to save the lost, heal the wounded. He is slow to anger. But eventually Jesus did come. He came in fury, in fire, in retribution, in a pogrom against the unrepentant. Waiting for the Lord's retribution for these first Christians was a form of long-suffering. It is what we might call a passion of waiting. It is what Simeon Peter did when he heard the voice of the Lord, and we would do well to do the same. This reminds us of our need to confess. 